Are you needing a reminder of the benefits of homeschooling as you dive into the new school year? That's the topic of today's episode on the Dorenda Wilson podcast. Welcome everyone. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to 10, and 28-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. I hope you'll check those books out if you haven't already already, just go to DorendaWilson.com. You can also find them on Amazon and you can find the four-hour school day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the two places that I just mentioned. I would love it if you would take a minute to write a review or give a quick rating from the podcast platform that you're listening from. That will help more moms uh, be able to see the podcast and hopefully be encouraged. Also, now is the time to reach out to conferences and women's events if you would like me to come and speak. The conference season is typically, the homeschool conference season is typically from March to about July. And all the conferences are typically this time of year choosing their speakers for next year or they've already chosen them. So if you have a favorite conference that you like to attend and you'd like me to be there, please reach out to them and let them know. Also, my favorite math resource, CTC Math. I want to leave with you a little testimonial from one of our listeners who happened to give CTC Math a try. She said, I took a leap of faith and tried CTC Math for the kids. I heard you talk about it on your super helpful and wonderful podcast. Thank you for that. Our lives are so much better with this incredible program. My kids beg to do their math lessons first, and it has freed me up to work with the other kids more intentionally because I'm not struggling to teach concepts to frustrated children. It is a wonder. I was planning to pay for a math tutor to help, and now I don't have to search for one. Thank you. And by the way, I've already told all my homeschool mom friends. So moms, if you are looking for a new math curriculum or just would like to check it out for fun, go to ctcmath.com. There's a free trial, which I love because it's always nice to be able to really familiarize yourself with the program before actually diving in to use it. So I hope you'll go and check that out at ctcmath.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. At the end of this episode, I'm also going to be sharing an exciting resource from Classical Conversations, and that will happen after the prayer. So I hope you'll stay in there and listen to hear about that. Well, I think that most of us are pretty aware that studies are showing that children's mental health has declined significantly over the last several years. The big question is always why, and I'm sure that the answer is complicated, right? They always are, but I cannot help but think that there are two major factors that if we're different would make a humongous difference. Those two factors would be the decline of the family and the decline of education, and when I talk about the decline of education, I'm talking about it's uh, mainly about its moral qualities. We see what's happening in our culture, in the public school system, and it is absolutely frightening and terrifying. The problem is that if a child stays under that kind of teaching, which is essentially discipleship in secularism, um, 
that is what they will be. And so uh, good fruit does not come from that. So we want to be planting good seeds into our children in this upcoming generation. But you think about the decline of the family and the decline of education. And the reason that those came to mind um, is because those really are the two biggest influences in a child's life, right? Think about that. The family and school or however they're educated. Those are the two biggest influences on our kids. And this is why I am so passionate about homeschooling because those two differences can be dramatically improved if parents are intentional about building a strong family life. And of course, what is absolutely core to that is faith. Faith is foundational to this. The importance of the biblical family is a, is a podcast episode that I have. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to go and listen to it. But, you know, we can't truly build a strong, solid family without faith. So faith is a huge, huge, it is the anchor to accomplishing that. But as I was saying, these two influences can be dramatically improved if parents are intentional about building a strong family and take back their kids' education. But we have to make sure that we aren't copying a system that is failing. And instead, that we are taking advantage of the benefits of homeschooling. And that's why I'm doing this short series on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of homeschooling. I've already done the physical benefits of homeschooling, and I'll leave a link in the show notes uh, so that you can go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But it's impossible to separate the mental benefits from the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual benefits because the physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits greatly impact our children's mental health, okay? So um, it all ties together. You know, we are people, we are not robots. All of these things are intertwined. Our children are not robots. And it's amazing to me because the approach to education in the traditional school system really treats children as though they are mechanical. And this started back in uh, the Industrial Revolution. You know, we had a lot of really great progress made um, in many different areas because things become me- became mechanized and efficient and that kind of thing. And that was a blessing. That was a wonderful thing. But unfortunately, they applied it to education as well. And we lost the heart of learning. We lost the heart of what education is really supposed to be. And maybe... The biggest point of this episode is because there is such a myriad of benefits to homeschooling, our children's mental health will be much more stable. However, as I mentioned in the last episode, are we taking advantage of these benefits? Are we considering the mental health benefits of homeschooling and actually taking advantage of them? And uh, I'll leave a link in the show notes. I I found a really great article on the mental health benefits of homeschooling your child. And and some of this material that I'm going to share is from that. So I'll make sure that I leave a link to give them uh, credit for that. Um, Just a great thing to be able to go back to and and, and remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. Because the thing is, we are not nurturing 
robots. Like I mentioned earlier, our kids are not robots. They are not mechanical. They are people with souls and with, um, you know, just a myriad of, of needs in terms of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. They're made up of all of those things. And when we homeschool, we have the opportunity to educate the whole child. So we're not just talking about some math problems and learning to read and being able to write. Those things are great and they're important and they're wonderful tools that help our kids do what God has called them to do. But at the end of the day, here's the thing, moms, are we preparing our kids, not just for adulthood. I think a lot of us think about that. We are like, okay, I want to prepare my kids to be strong, healthy, productive adults. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful thing to do. And we should be um, keeping that big picture in mind. But the even bigger picture is their eternal, their eternity. Are we preparing them for eternity? Preparing them to be adults is part of the process of preparing them for eternity. But at the end of the day, our eyes need to be fixed on the eternity of their souls and how God wants us to nurture them. And I know that nurturing our children's mental health is important to the Lord. And it is absolutely crucial that we are paying attention to that and taking advantage of the benefits that homeschooling can offer. The problem is we get caught up in being too busy. And this is why I'm always encouraging moms to slow down, slow down, take time to be thoughtful and prayerful about how you're approaching your days with your kids. You know, um, is, is your lifestyle breathing life into your kids or is it sucking the life out of them? Now, sometimes, you know, our kids have to do hard things. We have to do hard things. That, that, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing. But when it comes to kind of um, just our daily life, it needs to be sustainable. It needs to glorify God. And it needs to be a lifestyle that actually nurtures our children physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So let's not get so caught up in the educational aspect of it that we forget that we are nurturing um, a whole child. We are growing a whole person. Okay, so let's talk about some of the mental health benefits of homeschooling so that we can have those in the forefront of our mind and we can actually take advantage of them. Here's one, less rushing in the morning sets kids up for less stress overall during the day. That makes total sense, doesn't it? Um, The way the day starts can so deeply impact the rest of the day that it's important that we have a good, healthy start to the morning. And this is why I know a lot of moms do a morning basket or a morning devotional time, a time where there's just a sense of calm and peace and you're inviting the Lord into your day. That is absolutely going to impact our kids' mental health. Another one, longer sleep-ins are important for physical and mental well-being as well as better focus and work ethic throughout the day. I talked about the sleep factor in the last episode on the physical benefits of homeschooling. You can go back and listen to that. Um, Another good 
benefit, wonderful benefit, mental health benefit of homeschooling is that homeschooled children can take breaks throughout the day as needed and are less likely to burn out and form negative associations with school and learning. Moms, that's up to us. One of the things I used to have to do is give our boys breaks between each subject. Let them go jump on the trampoline, go do other things, reset their brains to keep that positive attitude towards learning. We want those associations to be as positive as possible. And so we need to enjoy, take advantage of the flexibility of homeschooling. That might mean we need to simplify. And you know, I talk about that all the time. I've got lots and lots of podcasts and um, I've got a um a mentoring course online that talks about simplifying what it looks like um, to take a simple, unhurried approach to homeschooling, kindergarten through 12th grade, um, for that very reason, because we want our kids to form positive associations with school and learning. Another benefit, a flexible schedule allows kids to learn at their own pace with less pressure or comparison to other students. On the flip side, they are also able to learn at a faster pace or even skip over certain lessons if it comes naturally to them. They experience neither pressure nor limitation. Are we taking advantage of that, moms? I think sometimes we're not taking advantage, one, because we're not aware, but two, because we're fearful. And we need to not make decisions based on fear. Another benefit Flexibility also allows homeschooled students to focus on areas they are really interested in. This creates more excitement about learning and gives them a greater sense of meaning and purpose related to their education. Moms, how many things will you keep doing day in and day out with um, a sense of purpose if you feel as though it is meaningless? then why are we expecting our children to do copious amounts of meaningless work when it comes to their education? Now, sometimes we have to help them find meaning in it. That is a reality of homeschooling, but it really is so beneficial if the students can focus on areas that they're really interested in, that that there is a fair amount of interest-led learning. Another benefit is that homeschooling doesn't require homework and regular testing. I talk about this in the four-hour school day, um, essentially telling you why, even in high school, school should not take more than four hours a day. And if you go all the way down, it'd be incrementally less the younger they are. So we're talking kindergarten, first grade, they might be doing zero to 30 minutes. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. It is efficient and effective. And that's what I explain in the four-hour school day. This is why school doesn't have to take all day. Another benefit, space for special needs and emotional freedom. I cannot even begin to explain to you how beneficial it was for us as a family to continue homeschooling through a crisis. I remember when our last baby was born with transposition of the greater arteries and two holes in his heart. He was in the hospital an hour away for two months. And when he did finally come home, my time was spent giving him his medications, caring for him. He had a lot of of needs. And so there is no actual schoolwork that was happening during that time. There couldn't be. I couldn't even begin to think about it. 
And I had to trust that the Lord was going to use that time to teach our kids something else. And so stopping and recognizing that that we had this wonderful benefit of keeping our kids home so that I, I just imagined if they had gone to school and they were carrying the weight of the grief that they too carried with a sickly brother in the hospital, um, how difficult that could have been for them, specifically, not just emotionally, but mentally. Um, it can really hijack uh, some development, some different things along the way, whereas having them home and making sure that I had lots of margin when I was home with them and we weren't trying to accomplish schoolwork, I was instead tuning into their needs, you know, and, and I was available. Kids grieve um, in a very interesting way. They often will just visit that hard place briefly, maybe for a minute or two. It's all they can, their little brains can handle. And then they're off playing again. And it looks as though they're maybe even heartless or um, calloused because they'll go from grieving and, and being upset to just turning around and going and playing. That is their way. That is their natural way of coping. And when we have them home, they have the freedom to go through the ebb and flow of grief and difficulty um, as we're walking through a crisis. And therefore, their mental health is preserved. And so I think it's just important for us to understand God uses all of these experiences in our lives as a family to, um, to, to uh, benefit our families, actually. And our family grew closer through all of this. We learned a lot through all of it. But that only happened because we took the time to take advantage of the benefits of homeschooling as we walked through those difficulties. I actually have a, a podcast episode on homeschooling through a, a crisis. And so I will uh, leave that link in the show notes as well. We went through, um, we, we'd been through several different types of crises, but the ones that stand out to me are the one with our son, who uh, I mentioned earlier. And then also when we lost our oldest grandson unexpectedly to stillbirth. And it was again, walking through grief together, leaving time and space for kids to cry whenever they needed or talk, you know, just being available to them and them knowing that at any point they can talk to us and tell us what's going on. And maybe we initiate conversations to help them process their feelings. But all of this is an incredible preservation to their mental health and can actually, I think, benefit them uh, benefit their mental health because they're understanding what does it look like to grieve. We're showing them what does it look like to have faith as we walk through these difficulties. Okay, another benefit is having the opportunity, our kids have the opportunity to develop at their own pace without comparisons and unnecessary pressure and bullying. Okay, so can I just say that we as moms, we can be the ones who end up um holding our kids up to comparisons, putting unnecessary pressure on them, even in some senses, bullying them because we're fearful 
that they're not doing enough or we're not doing enough or that we're going to ruin them or that we're inadequate. So again, we're making decisions out of fear. That is not a good mental health place to be either. So we want to come at this from a place of faith. We want to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and not lean on our own understanding in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. We don't want to be wise in our own eyes, but fear the Lord. That means acknowledge his power and shun evil. So we're not going to bully our kids or put unnecessary pressure on them or hold them up to comparisons. Um, so acknowledge him. Uh, well, now I lost my place. Um, so not do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, shun evil. This will be health to your body, nourishment to your bones. And so as we're doing this, we're pulling our kids into this as well, teaching them what does it look like to trust the Lord. I'm going to let you do this at your own pace. We're going to, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to cheer you on, but we're not going to put unnecessary pressure on our kids. And, you know, honestly, sometimes our kids do need some pressure, but I'm talking about unnecessary pressure. And this is something that comes from a place of fear. Um, if you're not sure whether to, your child needs pressure or not, you need to just, one, ask, your, ask the Lord to ask your husband and decide from there if it's kind of an ongoing thing that you're thinking maybe they need a little bit of pressure because that can't that can be a good thing as well. But again, we're talking about unnecessary pressure, bullying, comparisons. Um, here's the thing. When we do not send our kids to school, we are saving them. Just that step alone, we're saving them from all of that. So we want to make sure that we're not re- um, uh, what do you call it? Um, doing that in the home ourselves or allowing that in our homes ourselves, um, like I mentioned before, because we want to protect our kids from that, right? Because it affects their mental health. It affects their development. It affects their ability to learn. Um, I do want to share a quick little uh, bit of advice or encouragement that my Titus II mom gave me years ago when I was talking to her and saying, you know, I'm just, I don't know if it's enough. I'm always wondering, you know, am I doing enough? And she looked at me and she said, Dorinda, if all, if you never teach your kids anything, you take them out of the public, you keep them out of the public school, you protect them from that and you keep them home and you don't teach them anything, you will have done them a favor. And you know what? On my worst days, that is what I remembered. Um, because it's true, moms. Even if you're having a horrible homeschooling day, you are still protecting your kids from so much um, mental health trauma. So another benefit of a mental health benefit of homeschooling. It allows them to spend more time on the things they're actually interested in, which I, I mentioned that earlier, that interest-led learning. Again, we're, are we taking advantage of this or are we chaining ourselves to an approach that isn't actually working, not just for our kids, but maybe it's not working for us either, right? We need to factor both of those things into our homeschooling. Now, sometimes God is challenging us with something. You know, maybe we need, we're, we're gonna grow in an area, we're gonna use a curriculum that's a bit challenging, but we know that God is leading us to do it, right? There's a peace about it. It doesn't turn into this unnecessary pressure. It doesn't turn into this uh, working from a place of fear. It is simply God is challenging us to get through this curriculum with our kids. That is a real thing. But when something is truly not working for us and it's truly not working for our kids, it's okay to either use 
part of it, the parts that are working and ditch the rest or ditch the whole thing and simplify. Take us get a simplified version or a better approach for your families. Okay, another benefit and this is huge. I cannot overestimate the importance of this family time. Um, a solid family life is absolutely key and so important to our kids' mental health. I always had this little saying in the back of my mind. I had read it somewhere early on, and it was so helpful. School should revolve around home, not home around school. Our priority is growing a strong, healthy family with strong, healthy individuals within that family. And moms, that's only gonna happen by tying yourself and anchoring yourself and tethering all of your parenting in the scriptures. Biblical parenting, absolutely essential. I have lots of episodes on parenting, on discipline, um, I'll try to include some of those in the show notes. But moms, this is your your children's first community, okay? Yes, we have people at church, but you know, early on, we tend to be home more. Our kids, we aren't necessarily out socializing our one and two-year-olds, which is totally normal because kids typically parallel play at that age. I don't know if you know that. Some I've seen moms get worried because their one-year-old isn't interacting with the other one-year-olds. Well, they just don't do that typically. They might a little bit here and there, but overall they're gonna parallel play for quite a while. And eventually they'll start interacting more and more and more and then start, you know, imagination play and just a lot more interacting um, and, and playing with um, other kids. But my point is initially family is your children's first community. So you want that to, um, to be a priority in terms of nurturing the sibling relationships, in terms of setting up your family in a biblical godly way where mom and dad are in charge. Kids are not in charge. Mom and dad are in charge. Um, there's authority there. There's, um, and, and of course it's done with, with love and with grace and according to scriptures. Um, but it's, it's set up well so that our kids are secure. They understand authority. They also understand what does it look like to nurture relationships with one another. Um, and then, you know, as they get more into the school age, we can start moving towards maybe having some community um, outside of our family. Um, of course, you can do that in the preschool years too, but I'm saying that typically once kids, kids get older, there's a little more of a need for that. Um, it's, and it, But it's older than you would think. That's that's the thing I, I want to make sure of. I don't want moms with a five-year-old thinking they've, they've got to be in a co-op three days a week. That's absolutely not necessary. Um, listen to that podcast ep episodes on essentials and early education. And I'll leave a, a link in the show notes for that as well. But, it, it, you know, we want our kids to understand and experience good community. And so we can do that through homeschooling. So when our kids are part of a healthy community and a healthy family, obviously their mental health is going to benefit from that. Um, another benefit, mental health benefit of homeschooling is that kids learn to take on personal responsibility and they learn over time to become independent. They learn to become independent. Like when our kids are younger, um, we want to encourage them to, you know, tie their own shoes, hang up their own coat, pick up their own toys. And so we can really incorporate those wonderful character skills early on 
as we um, as we walk through our days with our kids, and that's the beauty of homeschooling is we get them day in and day out, so we can really um, instill strong character and strong work ethic, and and and, and really great mental health overall. So remember, I just want you to remember as we talk about, you know, these different areas of, of that are benefited in our children through homeschooling, we need to remember that we are homeschooling the whole child, okay? Let's be sure that we are nurturing them in a way that is the most beneficial. Now, that might mean that we need to simplify and resist overscheduling so that we can take advantage of the physical mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of homeschooling. So I hope you'll take these things and pray over them and ask yourself that question. Am I taking advantage of the mental health benefits, the mental benefits of homeschooling? Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you so much for your goodness to us. Lord, thank you for your reminder today that our minds are important. Our children's mental health is important, but it's so greatly and deeply impacted by physical and emotional and spiritual health as well. So I ask that as moms move forward with their homeschooling days, that you would give them clarity and wisdom to know how to take advantage of the benefits of homeschooling, um, and specifically the topic today of how to take advantage of the mental health benefits of homeschooling. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness. Thank you that you said that you would give us wisdom. We trust you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, moms, before you take off um, into your busy days, I want to share an all new resource from Classical Conversations called Scribblers at Home. Recipes for Lifelong Learners, an at-home curriculum for homeschool families with children ages four to eight. Step-by-step activities and easy-to-follow charts will help you cultivate a love of lifelong learning in your child through intentional everyday play. Find magic in the mundane as your kitchen becomes a classroom, your backyard becomes a laboratory, and your child develops simple learning rhythms that will carry them through life. You can use Scribblers at Home to complement the Classical Conversations Foundations program or just on its own. Either way, this new resource will help homeschool parents of little learners create a family environment where habits like playing, praying, and reading come naturally. Coming soon, um, I believe it's already out. Please go and check it out at classicalconversations.com slash scribblers dash Dorinda. I will leave that in the show notes. Have a great day. <laughs>